Hey, it's Ben, and uh, I just wanted to start making short book review videos. Um, I like to read, and I like to tell people about uh, the contents of the books I'm reading, things that are interesting. That's um, that's uh, my hobby, I guess, is to uh, read things and then uh, condense it for other people and tell them why they should read it or why they shouldn't. But I don't run into many of those. Um, usually end up reading pretty good books. No big deal. Uh, anyway, so what's happened recently is um, I think this year I wanted to start reading and listening to two different books simultaneously. Um, and I was going to switch between fiction and nonfiction. Uh, like I'll read a fiction and listen to a nonfiction and vice versa and just switch back and forth. And, uh, and <laughs> while I'm doing this, I'm reading Lord of the Rings to my, my son. Um, it's what we read, uh, what I read to him before bed. So I get, you know, a few pages a day. So it's taken a while. Um, just finished fellowship like a week ago, two weeks, maybe. And I was after like two months, probably two and a half months of reading. So we're, uh, um, four chapters into uh, the two towers, and I don't know. I imagine we'll probably finish. Um, we'll probably finish by. Uh, I don't know. I'd say April or so. But he's had a good time with it. We read The Hobbit before that, uh, and then. I read the Chronicles of Narnia to him before that over the last summer. That was a good primer for, for uh, fantasy and big worlds and stuff. And and it's kind of grown from there. The Hobbit, you know, uh, added a little more on top of that. And then War of the Rings is quite a bit more than the Hobbit, but uh, he likes it a lot. Um, he cried when Gandalf died, um, when he was killed by the Balrog. So spoiler alert: Gandalf dies in the first book and movie also but anyway uh beside that I, so i've been reading um thinking fast and slow by daniel kahneman um it's a really really good book i just finished it last night actually i started it before the new year and it just took me a little little while to get through because um, there's a lot of information in here there's a lot of really interesting case studies and, and research and um, and it's, it's a book that, <laughs> that made me dumb while trying not to make me feel dumb. Um, I said made me dumb, made me feel dumb by trying not to make me feel dumb. It's, uh, he has a lot of examples in here that he, he likes for the reader to go through and, you know, Hey, well, how do you feel about this? What do you think? What's your, you know, <laughs> answer to this, your, your, uh, solution to this problem. And, uh, you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's easy. You, you do it, and then the next paragraph you read through, and, and he's like, hmm, so this is probably what you said, right? And I'm like, yeah, that, that is. And he's like, well, you're wrong, and here's why. Don't feel bad about it. <laughs> and he explains it, and uh, it's uh, very, very thought-provoking, this entire book. Um, but yeah, the, the, the main, I guess the underlying theme is that... Uh, we think with two systems, system one and system two. System one is, is your, your fast, like instinctual, kind of emotional uh, way of thinking. And, 
it's like your knee-jerk reaction to things, or not not necessarily knee-jerk, but still um, the the quick and easy way to uh, to solve problems. Whereas um, system two is is the slow, methodical, logical kind of way to to solve problems. And uh, the problem there, though, is that system two uh, it tends to be lazy, and it just if it doesn't want to do something, it just throws it on system one, and then system one like, okay, well, here's how I feel about that, and, and just throw something out there. And uh, what he found over the, the years and years of studying uh, studying these these topics is that um, it's the same with everyone, whether uh, you're an expert or not. So uh, a lot of times people think that the experts are the most intelligent, and so they don't fall for these uh, sneaky little tricks in these uh, research studies and everything, but uh, they do. And um, he found that uh, often the experts even kind of had inflated egos, and so they answer even faster, uh, thinking that they know the answer with with uh, with a little effort. And uh, yeah, it was extremely interesting. And also um, theory blindness. I don't remember what he called it exactly, but uh, what. One the theory that he disproved was one of Bernoulli's uh, theories of um, um, I don't know what it was uh, gambling I think if I remember it's like each chapter I read I forgot the chapter before because there's so much information but uh, basically he was like why isn't why has no one disproved this and and he got with some colleagues and they talked about it and they're like yeah you're right why hasn't anyone disproved that but a lot of people have used that theory. And um, so they they found out some ways to to disprove it, and then he found that the, the reason that uh, people aren't as quick to to disprove theories like that is because they've used them so extensively in their own work that if they were to then disprove it, it kind of nullifies all their work, or they would have to spend all that time to go back and and um, refactor everything, which is very time consuming and if you're in your you know, golden years you don't want to go back and redo everything you did 20 30 years ago um so uh, i guess a lot of times they just deny 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 they're like no 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 he was right he was right he was right you did it. he did it the right way and my work uh sort of extrapolates from that and it's right and that was that was just one key thing that stood out to me but anyway um it's really good everyone has biases and uh he pretty much proves it, I think, with he and his colleagues. Anyway, so I finished that, and while I was on the tail end of it, I started listening to uh, Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy, and that would be my fiction, along with nonfiction, but I kind of started a little late, so I've, I've barely gotten into it. Um, I just listen when I go, like, hike or something. Uh, but I finished this, so I don't want to start a. I don't want to read a fiction while I'm listening to a fiction and then reading fiction to my son. So I thought instead I would I would go to another nonfiction and then hopefully finish it at the same time as I finish Blood Meridian, and then I can swap my fiction and nonfiction between uh, physical copies and and listening. Uh, so while I was looking at nonfiction to read, um, I was thinking about what I could read, and I got on Facebook this morning and. I had uh, a memory that was exactly one year ago today when I finished this, Empire of the Summer Moon, which is a fantastic book. It was my favorite 
It was a favorite, my favorite book I read last year, uh, the entire year. And this was the, the first thing I read last year, kind of from the year before, actually, spilled over. But um, just a fantastic history of kind of this area, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, New Mexico, um, the uh, northern parts of Mexico, and about uh, Comanches and Kiowas and uh, Tonkawas and a lot of the uh, uh, Huaco even, which is the Waco uh, where I'm from, and um, it's uh, a really good tale or take on uh, Native history around here, the Plains Indians and stuff. So, and it's it's brutal. I mean, <laughs> there is some stuff in here that's just like kind of made me um, made me shiver a little bit. Like, dang, dude, they just did, and it, and it just they went back and forth. You know, uh, the Texans were brutal to the Comanches. The Comanches were brutal back and it's just back and forth and just got bloodier and bloodier and nastier and nastier. But anyway, it's a really good book. But when I finished it, I had made a post about it. and was like, yeah, I just kind of, you know, uh, mesmerized by this one and this is how good it was and this and that. And a friend of mine said, well, Hey, yeah, you, have you read any other SC Gwen? I was like, no, I haven't. I didn't, I didn't know what else he had. You know, I hadn't really looked. And, uh, so he suggested, uh, the perfect pass. He was like, well, do you like, um, do you like football? And I was like, yeah. He was like, do you like Texas football? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, I, I like to watch sports every now and then and, and all that. So, um, and so he showed me this and I was like, okay, well, if it's SC Gwen, I'll definitely read it. Cause his writing is, is, is so, uh, so well done and so well researched. And it was like, it was almost like reading fiction, uh, in probably the summer moon. Uh, it was just so captivating, just kept you in the entire time. So I thought, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give this a shot. And since I just finished thinking fast and slow yesterday and I'm listening to fiction and this is the year to the date that I finished Empire of the Summer Moon, I thought it was uh, perfect, absolutely perfect timing to read this. So I'll read this. I think I can finish it at the same time Blood Meridian's done on audio, and then I'll swap around and let you guys know what's next on the uh, listening and reading agenda. So, that's it. Thanks. 